that those groups of people who I give the information to, you know, uh, they got a head start, whereas everybody else is starting from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and lagging behind. And that's, you know, and um, it can be something as simple as like winning a certain award or, you know, uh, getting picked up for, you know, DSD as far as like what uh, documents to, you know, uh, submit for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. That's awesome. Do you, do you think being transparent is also like letting people know like, I don't know what you struggle with. Do you ever find a moment where like you might hear an airman think that they're the only one going through a certain something mm-hmm. and you kind of see an opportunity to speak on, you know, something you went through. Would you consider that part of your transparency philosophy? Oh yes, that's definitely. There was, um, you know, uh, so what I tell my airman today is um, there was once, you know, a airman done, you know, who got in some trouble, right? You know, but uh, that didn't define my whole career, you know. So, that's when I have an airman who's going through something, you know, the first thing people want to do is just hurry up and, like, I try to get them out the Air Force. Like, no, you know, you're bad, that's it. But um, That's the easy thing to yeah, do, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, but what people should do is, okay, um, once you see your airman dealing with something, why don't you go and talk to him? You know, like, everything, like, uh, shouldn't the first sergeant you know it shouldn't be your first stop to get this you know like find out what's going on with your airmen Amen. you spend more time with them than the first sergeant do you know and then come to find out um it could be something that again you know um they're just out of their comfort zone or they're just used to doing a certain thing and now they're in a new environment with a new team new leadership you know and they're just having a hard time dealing with it and once we you know have that conversation i say okay well i'll tell you what let's sit down you know, and come up with a uh, development plan, you know, to get you back on the right path. And and again, it goes back, what we just finished talking about is caring. And once they see that you're not just trying to boot them out, that you're really trying to set them up for success, and then you're walking that path with them, you know, like, hey, let's do this. You know, let's, um, like you said, you know, like volunteer for this event or whatnot. Encourage them. Yep, encourage them. And then after that, it's just, again, just off to the races. You know what I've really noticed, you know, now that I've been in a hot minute, 18 years for myself, I just hit 18 years mm-hmm. in July. So can't believe that, you know, I've made it that far. Right. It's kind of wild, right? Um, but, you know, one of the things I noticed that really, that I, that I noticed now more than ever before mm-hmm. is when someone wants to mentor or help or instruct or someone is forced to. Yep. And like the difference in how that feels. Right. You know what I mean? Like when someone is forced to because of the situation and because of their position, mm-hmm. but they don't actually care, mm-hmm. you don't trust a damn thing they're right. saying. Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? You're like, you don't care. Like, you just have to tell me this. Yep. Like, let's, can we drop the act? Yeah. <laughs> you clearly don't care. Right. So why don't pretend? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I noticed that now more than ever before. I noticed the difference now. Um, and I think I probably always felt it. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. feel when someone's being sincere. Yeah. Um, but, oh, my gosh, does that bother the hell out of me? <laughs> oh, my goodness. When I yeah. see that approach, I'm just like. I know what's happening. <laughs> oh, boy. You're, you're losing the whole team and you don't even know it. Right. Um, so, yes, I did not ask you, Tia about transparency 
Yes. I want to hear your thoughts on it. My transparency is based in my very second EPR in the Air Force, right? So I had... um, I thought I was killing it. Like, I came in, I was, like, working. I was a tenant unit, so I kind of, like, didn't know what I didn't know. I had a friend um, tell me about BTZ, so I'm like, what is this thing? I've never heard Don't of this. Don't you love it when you hear it from a friend? <laughs> right. That's when you yeah. know you screwed up. Right. Yeah. And she's, You're like, done. a direct peer. Like, we came in together, so it's not even, like, this higher-ranking friend, like, you know so she tells me about btz i go talk to my supervisor and he's like oh no you know you don't have you know what you need for that so i'm like okay so i go directly to my commander because that's how my chain of command works like i'm a1c i can talk to my tech sergeant and then i just go to my commander so i'm like this isn't right um so talk to my commander and he's like yeah this isn't right you have enough you're definitely making waves you Mm -hmm. definitely have enough for btz waves so got submitted like on my package in with the help of like unit like level leadership which shouldn't ever have to be the case right um got btz the epr right after that i got a four <laughs> and this we're not talking new four because you know the new airmen don't know what yeah, actual four is yeah. we're talking old school the four old, the old EPR. Which, which was essentially and, a one which yeah. was essentially a one like it was a real life four um so it just came down to me and my supervisor not getting along and just you know he was upset about the way that i handled the btz so yeah, that's kind of a personal thing. It though. is. Mm-hmm. It is. Ooh, those are yeah. those are the worst situations when I love those supervisors. Oh, yeah. you? The gatekeeper. Ev- you know, everyone in in the organization supports you yep. and, and has your back. And then that one mm-hmm. person. Yeah, there's like no, no. They could just turn it on its head. Oh yeah. It, I talked about this today too. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you're being held hostage. Yeah. Like you got a gun to your head. Yeah. And no one could do anything. But watch. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they care or not. Hot mess. You're stuck. Hot mess. That's, that's a brutal situation to be in. Yeah. So I, I make it a point. Like, I, I will always give that direct feedback. Like, I, I tell my NCOs, like, all right, you can bring them in here to talk to me. But I'm going to tell them. You can either tell them the truth, you know, as someone that's, like, directly with them, working with them. Or I will tell them the truth because they need to know. Most people want to do better. Most people think they're, like, shit hot. Like, I thought I was amazing. I had stuff to work on. Like, let's be clear. But I should have been told those things. I should have Isn't had the opportunity. Isn't that funny how we all think we're shit hot? Oh, yeah, I was amazing. Where does that come from? I was, ama- I was the Air Force model <laughs> airman. You know, they wrote PDGs after me, you know. <laughs> so, you know, that's how we all think, you know. Yeah. But uh, we're just walking around with this list of stuff our airmen can improve on. And we don't want to tell them for some reason. We want to wait until we're all in a, a little board meeting. And, mm-hmm. and like, it, it's not... It's not the way to develop people. That's the wrong people. time to do it. Yeah, so be transparent with yeah. your people so they know uh, what's up. Yeah. As a shirt, are you ever transparent about, you know, just... Yeah, do, do you have to have, like, a boundary or a line with your transparency as a shirt? Yeah. Or do you... Like, is that stuff weigh on you as you converse with like airmen do you have to watch yeah. what you say so it depends on who i'm talking to and what okay. we're talking about so it's all but about knowing your audience absolutely if okay. it's about an airman and how they're doing and they ask me i'm going to tell them how they're doing right um nine times out of ten a supervisor is going to tell their airman to call me even though they know the answer they know what to tell their they're going to tell them to call me and i will say okay and i'll ask are you sure you want me to tell this member? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, well, I need both of you here mm-hmm. so that you can sit here and you have this information. So you're like, hey, if I'm doing your awkward talk, yep. I'm not doing it for oh, you. You're going gonna, gonna to grow from we're this. We're going to have a kumbaya. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we need definitely. it. We need it. And we talk about that. The, little, the centerpiece right now in the Air Force is a little, it's a little young right now. Like, people are, they're getting promoted really fast. So there is, like, a missing piece in, like, 
not leadership because they're definitely good leaders there's just like a missing piece in developing others because they're still trying to develop themselves you know we have really young staff and tech sergeants so they need it still they still need that so we still bring yeah. them along so you can learn how that's supposed to be done you know right oh yeah yeah I, you know at this point we've had you know communications a really big part of mm-hmm. what we do if you can't find a way to articulate it without like triggering someone mm-hmm. you know because early in our career we saw a lot of pitfalls oh yeah like the, the people who couldn't communicate it and they would just go all in right they didn't last for yeah. the most part mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you gotta i think it's helpful to take them in so they can see oh yeah how you've tailored a message that diffuse the situation oh, a little yeah. bit versus triggering them and setting them off mm-hmm. you know what i mean words are powerful oh yeah mm-hmm. very very powerful okay we're freaking rocking and rolling here y'all all right we're on the topic too special duties mm-hmm. i want to hear some lessons learned you're sh- you're a new shirt yes and you just got done being a pme instructor mm-hmm. for the nco academy yep back at kadena at Kadena, and the I was at Kadena. Center. Yep. <laughs> the gate two street. So you already knew what I was talking. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The infamous gate two. I was there at 2007 and 2008. Long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, very long. How long have you been in? 18. 18 oh years as well. Yeah, we're twinsies. <laughs> 18 years. Wow, you you look very young. Thanks. Yeah. Doesn't she? Of my course. kids don't think that. They don't. Oh they my do goodness. not agree. Tia, you're doing something right. I need to, <laughs> I need to learn from, from you and your approach to life. Because you look stress-free. They, I really mm-hmm. am. Okay. Special duty. So you're a new shirt. How long mm-hmm. have you been a shirt? I graduated the academy end of January. So since about February. Since about February. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So what Five, are some months? lessons learned? Well, first of all, do you mm-hmm. like the job? Love it. You love it. Love it. What do you love about it? So, um, again, I've been really big on people for a majority of my career. So it's nice to be able to openly care about the people, you know, let that be my primary focus and mission. Yeah, I kind of feel you on that because I got the mission of being here Mm -hmm. and talking to y'all. Yep. (laughs) And And you're so excited. Yeah. I've been here all day. It's like almost dark out. I've been here literally all day, Mm -hmm. skipped all my meals. No, you need to eat, man. Doing what you love. It went numb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just went away. Yeah. But I didn't want to stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I love it. And, yeah. I, and that's and when you put someone, you know, in a position where mm-hmm. they love something, that's when, like, everything just gets better. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. I feel like you are a shirt. Yeah. I can tell. Mm-hmm. I Like, they got it right with you. So I'm so happy. Thanks. Has so there been nice. anything unexpected with the shirt duty that's thrown you off? Or is it everything that you've imagined? Um, so my first gig has been uh, working in a fighter group. So that's been really cool. I have um, a group commander that's like my direct supervisor, but then I have five squadron commanders. So even though I don't have so many people in my group, um, I'm getting a lot of experience with dealing with multiple commanders. So that's something I didn't really take into account. Like you might have to flex a little bit depending on who you're working for. So that's been cool and, and not something I thought I would have to deal with. And you learn a lot from commanders, oh, too, yeah. like the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to be a group exec for uh, Colonel Crystal Henderson, mm-hmm. and she was a new group commander. Yeah. And we were both kind of, and I was Learning a new exec. Yeah. And I was just a temporary exec, because yeah. I was enlisted in all the group execs are officers. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I think I made her laugh a lot, so yeah. she was like, oh, you're staying. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you got very job. I learned yeah. so much seeing her grow through that position, mm-hmm. and she's still kicking butt to this day. Very she's cool. like she's like family to me. So I think working with the commanders behind the scenes yeah. 
and what they're dealing with and how they have to deal with a negative situation one moment and then give praise the next mm-hmm. i mean they're on a roller coaster oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like holy cow like you know on the on our our level like as a or like nco and airman level they just know their relationship with that commander right. or their situation mm-hmm. but multiply that by the whole organization yeah and there's a lot going on that's a full day yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so has there been any challenges has there been any part besides the commander because that sounded like a it didn't really i mean you didn't I really mean, s- it's a little challenge <laughs> it's a well, little you, challenging you didn't sell that to me i felt like you had it I don't right know. i mean i've got it but yeah it, it's it's very it's okay. a little challenging so that's a challenge okay yeah. okay has there been any parts that you were like dang that was awesome i just did some shirt stuff right there oh just a second. hold on <laughs> really bad allergies no no i do too (laughs) (coughs) yeah sorry do you need water i think i do (laughs) you had that point where it's like all dry (laughs) go go get you some water i don't even know where you would get it i don't know go get you some water though i'm the same way i got i got i I started allergy shots you got so bad when i got to florida and when I start that coffin fit, bro, it's curtains. Oh, man. That's it. And when you're talking this long, it's bound to happen. Up. So, Rodney, let's roll into yours then, man. All right. You're a PME instructor yes, for the sir. NCO Academy. That's a like a very honorable thing to do. Mm-hmm. You're developing the future. Yeah. That had to have like filled you with purpose. Oh, that was the best job I ever had. I hear that about every special duty. Yep, that was the best job I ever had. The reason why I say that is because you get to interact with every AFSC in the Air Force. You get to hear what they go through as in their work environment. You get to hear what they go through as uh, supervisors and just other problems that they deal with. And what you come to find out is that every uh, job in the Air Force deals with the same problem, but they just go about solving it a different way. And, you know, being a uh, NCOA instructor, we get to have those conversations um, amongst um, me, you know, teaching and then amongst their peers who probably dealt with that situation before, you know. So, yeah, uh, it was uh, pretty good. Yeah. I loved it. Three years from 2017 to 2020. And you were in Okinawa. Yep. So that's like, that's really cool, too. Yep. There's a lot of history mm-hmm. at that base. Have it you ever is. been in the bomb dump? Did you ever get a chance to go back the there, bomb. like the ammo section? Yes. There's like a whole, there's like yeah. a whole village back yeah. there. Isn't that wild? Yep. You, that you can be lost. another base. Yes. Bro, you you get, can never get lost back there. Yes. They have huge bats. Oh my! Those fruit bats. Yeah, fruit bats. Yes. Those things are freaking terrifying. <laughs> yep. bro. That's 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 the bat Dracula's based on. Mm-hmm. That thing is massive. Definitely. So while you know you were instructing, mm-hmm. I feel like initially that'd have to be a pretty scary thing to do because like suddenly you're thrust in this environment where you're talking to all these NCOs mm-hmm. who are looking to you for guidance. There's yep. a curriculum you have to follow, but the conversations can go off track. Mm-hmm. Random weird questions pop up. Yep. You know, how did you navigate when you were first selected as a PME instructor? Like those those nerves. Like at what point? did you start getting really good at it do you remember when that transition happened oh man i would probably say like my fifth or sixth class you know so that's when you hit your groove yeah that's when i hit my groove but i'll be honest too i was you know uh, just like we mentioned earlier i was definitely set up for success so 
um, when I got selected, my unit CE, uh, they let me uh, shadow a class, you know, for like uh, three weeks, right? Oh wow! So I shadowed one of my friends. Um, uh, he's a senior now, senior master sergeant Michael Ortiz. Uh, you know, I shadowed him from a little bit, and then I also shadowed a, a tech sergeant at the time. Uh, it was uh, he's a master sergeant too now, uh, master sergeant Shane Gunter, who ended up training me. You know, oh, once wow. I came over there. And so I shadowed, you know, like uh, them two for a, a couple of um, weeks or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then I went down to, um, I think it's uh, Gunter. Yeah. Went through uh, the EPMIC course. Okay. And then when I came back, then that's when I shadowed, um, at the time, Tech Sergeant Shane Gunter for a whole class. And then I taught my own. You know, when I talk, so there's like kind of, baby steps. Yes, exactly. You know, like they don't just, you know, like I throw you like uh, straight into the wolves. Because that is a lot to ask us. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, you know, so once I kind of saw like how they facilitated the class, how they um, like, like uh, ask certain questions, you know, um, they, you know, like it was to the point where you have the lesson plan, but you know the material, you know, like how to uh, get their attention, how to motivate them, you know, talk about the strategy, the, you know, the um, intent of the uh, curriculum that you just, you know, you get to a point, you just come in class, you just start making it happen, you know. Um, but what I learned about what the students, you know, from doing the class is that, you know, um, they don't like, you know, the robot instructor, you know, that, that uh, you're just reading from the straight from the lesson plan, you know. They want to have the real... I don't think anyone likes that. Yeah, exactly, you know. Uh, so one way that, um, one way what I would do, you know, is to open up my class. I'm like, look, don't give me the Air Force cookie cutter answer, you know, because if you give me that, then I can't help you as your instructor. I want you to be open, honest, and transparent with me, and guess what? You know, um, when we go through some of these lessons, trust and believe just because I'm sitting here in front of you doesn't mean I was perfect I'm not you know and depending on what topic we go through then I also tell stories about my flaws as a you know airman at the time or you know a staff sergeant slash tech sergeant or whatnot you know and it makes you more uh, relatable saying okay you know uh, he's been through some stuff and yet he's still standing here teaching us on you know these are particular uh, lessons right in the in the instructor position they just by default think that you know you don't have anything wrong with you you mm -hmm. just you just everything was easy yep. and perfect you know and then for the for you to tell them that i think it gives them hope it gives me hope yeah definitely. Uh, you know when i look up to someone and then i realize oh they're human too yep they're they're working their butts off to to better themselves they're not this isn't easy for anyone yep. you know it's important to know that i think because otherwise it's gonna feel overwhelming and you're gonna yeah. think that you just suck at everything nah, you know what the, i mean so i'll say this the good thing about that job was that it was constant feedback feedback from my supervisor feedback from our team you know that was at uh, the urban pme center at the time feedback from the students you know just like um, just overall feedback right and you learn something new like um, every day for each class so what I did was uh, so I had this green book 
you know, and I use that as a feedback, and I would just, you know, like write down a class number. Those huge, ugly green books that yeah, I've yeah, been in the Air Force yeah. since <laughs> when it began. Yeah. Ah, yep. that and green book. Exactly. Got it. And so Agent what Lawrence. I would do is, so, you know, before other class would end, mm-hmm. what, um, <clears throat> back then, we would have to sit down, you know, with each student and give them feedback. They would give us feedback. So one thing I would always do before I end the conversation with my students, say, okay, well, what's something I did good at, you know, and what's something I can work on. Mm-hmm. And so when what I would write down is like, okay, you know, stuff I'm doing good at, all right, cool, I'm good on that. But I would definitely pay attention to the stuff I would work on, right? Mm-hmm. And so then when the next class comes, I would keep what I, you know. It's no longer said. a blind spot. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And so, you know, and so then, you know, I would work on that issue. And then as class went, as, as time went by, right, um, especially like my last, year and a half you know my students was like man you know like you're like perfect for this job you're like you're awesome you're doing all these things and then when then i would bring them back to my office and i would say well this is the reason why and i would literally show them from previous classes from you know some of their peers who came through my class and i would say yes you know i had tech sergeant smith who came here a couple classes ago and this is what he told me that i needed to work on i had sergeant williams come through this class and this is what she told me i needed to work on and i would literally show them the feedback i got from my students and i and i let them know when y'all came i applied it this way i think you know, that's so, amazing that yep. you've been able to take feedback so well yeah of course i mean that's a skill in itself <laughs> it is Isn't it really it? is yeah, definitely like there's been times where i got feedback and they're like hey i thought you wanted to hear this <laughs> I was like arguing with them, and I was like, "Oh shit!" No, nah. no, it was, it was. So God. you know, so come like, on, bro. You know, I'm a perfect. Yeah, you know. So it was like, trust me, constant, like constant feedback. So, so you really it, mastered like instructing yeah. by the time you left. Mm-hmm. Wow, and I know those, that skill set can be used anywhere: teaching, yep. you know, instructing, speaking, yep. knowing the right way to word something mm-hmm. so if someone, it clicks for someone, knowing the right questions to ask. Yes, yeah. sir. Wow. Dude, you're an asset, man. For real. Thank you. After going through all that, holy cow. (laughs) Well, I mean, so uh, back when the first DSD came out, we was at Minot, and um, my chief, uh, I think it was uh, Chief Jackson at the time, you know, uh, he said, hey, you know, um, with this new a DSD process, I was going to put you in as a TI, but I had gotten assignment to OSIN. So, you know, so he was like, all right, well, don't be surprised when you get the OSIN, you know, um, you might be on the list again. Sure enough, get the OSIN, they was like, hey, you know, are you on a special duty list again? And I was like, all right, you know, so I put down like a MTL, PME instructor, MTI, just kind of fill the sheet. But then we got our follow on to Kadena, so I was off the list again. And then got to Kadena, and back on the list. Yep, back on the list. And then um, I never forget it. Um, it was a uh, Chief Master Sergeant uh, Dustin Green and Lieutenant Colonel Bartlow, and um, female. Nope. Okay, never mind. Yep. I do know someone, uh, a female <laughs> commander with that same name. Yep. Anyways, and, co- and continue. So, so uh, they sat us all down, CE. You know, and they was like, hey, you know, for those of you who are, you know, like in this room, obviously, you know that your name is on list for DSD. If you don't want to do this, you know, again, that's totally fine. If you do want to do this, you know, please stay. We'll go through uh, the speed cat of each, you know, MTI, MTL, recruiter, whatever, whatnot. And then once we're done with it, you know, um, then um, if you really want to do this, just stop at my office. And then uh, so they went through, you know, just all the special duty lists. And once it's said and done, I went to the office. I was like, sir, 
you know, I, I've been on the list four times, and each time has been, you know, X, Y, Z. So um, if there's a chance, you know, if there's a, um, there's a chance for me to do it, I'm ready, and I sign up for it. And uh, two weeks later, you know, I had the job interview at the PME Center. And Wow. Yep. And the rest, they say, is the history. Rest is history. The rest is history. And then you freaking killed it, bro. I'm proud yeah, of you, man. Yeah, thank you, you, thank you. You did so good. Yeah. Uh, such an asset, having that skill set. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. And before you left on your coffin yes, fit. Yes, yes. Which I, I feel I you on that. I survived with honor, I just get, so you know. Hey. Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I, had, I have allergy shots now. Mm -hmm. I get them now. I just started because I'm right there with you. Um, but yeah, was there ever a, like a shirt moment? I know you just started, you haven't done it in a while, but was there ever a moment where you're like, dang, that was a really cool shirt moment that I just had? Yeah, so for me, this has been going on for a couple of years now. I have had a goal to help one person a day, just one. And it doesn't have to be like I heard this. that today. You know, Kristen Christie? Yeah, did she say that? Yeah, she said the same thing. I love that. Yes. That, uh, I think it's the, it's an acronym of hers. I think it's HELP. I have to help go back. every little problem. It's I'm something. sorry, I feel good about that. I felt good. <laughs> but but she does. She just said that. Yeah. I swear to you, she's yeah. sitting right here and she said, "I help one person, even if it's That's like it. a text." And she said, "Even if it's myself." Yep. I was like, "Dang." Yeah, it definitely matters, and I mean, I'm talking about little stuff like helping someone get something off the top shelf at the store because they're in a wheelchair. Like, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter how big it is. If I help one person a day then yeah. I am complete. And I think we get too carried away with fixing everything. Like we want to fix everything every day. And if we go home and every problem isn't solved, then we didn't succeed. You know what I mean? And our right. day was not a successful day. Like for me, it's just one. You know, obviously there's usually more than one just by virtue of my job, but just one person. So yeah, I leave my job all the time feeling like I killed it, even if it's something small. Holy crap. I think she's going to be a chief. Hey, I'm getting day she become the day she's achieved, I'm going to be the best dressed key spot y'all ever seen. Hell yeah, dude. I'll be Steve, right there with you. I'm Steve let's go Harvey bowling. suits. <laughs> Steve Harvey suits. Steve, Steve Harvey suits. <laughs> you talking about a trophy wife? I'm about to see a trophy husband. <laughs> bro, bro, I believe you, bro. Yeah, and I'm definitely. excited for you, and I can't wait until that day comes. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. Thank you. He's not done. Um, okay, so... Special duties. We talked about your experiences as a shirt. We talked about the PME instructor. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Amazing stories all around. Now we're going to talk about you two mm -hmm. being a mill-to-mill -mill couple. Yeah. You're both serving. Mm -hmm. You're married. Mm -hmm. You have children. Mm -hmm. How many? Two. How old are they? 16 and 11. Oh, my God. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. So little. Phoenix <laughs> and summer. 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 Yep. Nice name. I love that. Yes, appreciate it. And I, I waited, you know, to have kids um, mm -hmm. just because I wasn't I – knew, I knew I wasn't ready for yep. it. So I waited Absolutely. intentionally. Um, so I might be that old dad. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I think it's better to feel no, ready. you don't look old, man. Yeah. I got to stay healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but we're going to start with, with the benefits of being a mill-to-mill -mill couple. Mm -hmm. Because there has to be benefits, right? Yeah. Of course. Because you, I, I can't tell you how many mill-to-mill -mill couples are just killing it. Yeah. Because, like, they're both got different personalities. Mm -hmm. They both have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. They both have different career fields. Mm -hmm. Their network circle is massive. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And... Yeah, they always seem to be successful. Yeah. Um, just as an example that's coming to mind are the McCools. Yeah. So there's 
my old boss uh, when I was at Whiteman, mm-hmm. Chief Katie McCool. Mm-hmm. Her husband's a retired chief, okay. former TI, bodybuilder. Oh, wow. Dude is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, both of them are amazing, but they're both so awesome in different ways. Yeah. They complement each other so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely crush it together as a couple. I mean, look what they're doing. Like, it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm getting that vibe from y'all, too. Thank you. I feel like you guys support each other. Of course. That, you know, you always have someone to trust. Oh, yeah. You always have someone to talk to to bounce a situation off mm-hmm. of. So I would love to hear those benefits that you guys have from being a mill-to-mill couple. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, we're rich. Like, Definitely. let's be real. We're like rolling in the dough. Twenty-four. Everyone's the mill to millionaires. So funny, but no, you you really are. And I say that because at Whiteman, there's like this brand new neighborhood that's officers or enlisted mill to mill couples. Oh mm. my god, your boy couldn't afford to live there. Yeah, we're... I'm like, I went in that neighborhood. I'm like, y'all live in freaking castles. Mm. So you guys, financially, it or is a. Why? benefit yeah, it, yeah, is. it is it is definitely mill to mill or just two working members i think mm-hmm, military right. we have a lot of just single working parents like usually right. like not usually i don't say usually mm-hmm. but a lot of times a military member and then the spouse does not work so i think two working you know two incomes in general is just going to be better. right yeah but i think our biggest asset is just the understanding piece like we really get what we do mm-hmm. um so just having someone there all the time to like you said bounce ideas off of run stuff by like yep he really understands what I go through. I could see that working both ways. Mm-hmm. Like I could see it working where it's like, hey, I'm going to be late mm-hmm. because X, Y, or Z. Yep. And then that spouse is in the military that say, got it. Yep. I know I know that's rough. But I feel like it could go the other way. Yeah. I feel like it could be like, you know what, Rodney, I know you're not trying as hard as you could. Yeah. Like I feel like it could go that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So like the feedback, it might be a lot of understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I could assume yeah. that you would know if that person wasn't trying their hardest or their best, and you would also tell them, "Oh yeah, hey, oh yeah, you know, I think you need to reevaluate this." Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's that, also a good thing, though. Yeah, so that yeah, yeah. I'm not thing. saying it's a yeah. negative. I'm yeah. just saying both sides. You know it so well yeah. that mm-hmm. you would also know when you're not giving it your best or planning ahead, yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So has that ever been a factor? Yes, we. Um, so when we first started dating. You know, she asked me uh, what do I want to do in my career, right? And I, you know, um, I told her make chief, and she was like, "Oh, okay." You know, again, uh, well, uh, what are you doing to get there? And at the time, um, the only thing I, I, um, that I cared about at the time was just like work home, work home. You know, just you know, just uh, going to work, close out the work orders, going back home. I wasn't going to school really. I wasn't really out there as far as like in the private wars and everything like that. You know, and and she's like, okay, well, again, um, if you want to do, you know, uh, if you want to make chief as your goal, then you know, uh, these are things that you need to do, right? You know, and from then on, again, it's been rocking and rolling. I'll be finishing my degree next year, possibly looking toward going toward my master's, but I'm I'm just tired of writing papers. <laughs> you know, these 15 page, 16 page papers. I'm like, man, I, I don't know how much longer I can you do. <laughs> no, you're right. So, There's a lot of papers. Yeah, but um. So, but yeah, I think the big thing with us is kind of what you hit on is, you know, uh, communication and support. I know what she want to do with her career, and she knows that I will be there 100% to back her. I don't care if I got to wash cars, set up tables, serve food, you know, just do what, um, um, just doing what I have to do to support her because I know 
that that towards the end, not only is it going to benefit her, but it's going to benefit us, you know, like a, just um, as a family. And she'll do the same thing for me, hands down. Mm -hmm. You know, like no questions asked. I, you know, I've also heard of this. I've heard of military couples being a bit too competitive with each other, and that can cause friction. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely can it, happen. Yeah. We've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it. You know, I'm not saying everyone, but yeah. you've, you, it happens. Yeah. You hear yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? I, I've even seen it on, like, Facebook pages mm -hmm. like, as anonymous posts. Like, yeah. hey, I won this award and my husband won't stop leaving me, you know, bugging yeah. me about it. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I see it. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I, it definitely yeah, happens. Def yeah. Like, I don't care what people tell you. It happens. Um, I think it's just when people get too wrapped up in, like, the me of the situation. Mm -hmm. Like, every single time that I win, he wins. And same for him. Every single thing that he does with his career as a win and as a positive is a win, right? But military or not, right? We were talking about this a couple months ago. But, like, if couples have a down period and an up period at the same time, I think it just doesn't work. So, say he gets promoted, right? He just got selected for chief, right? Same exact month I got my DUI, right? <laughs> Let's just say that happened. That's yes. a huge issue yeah. for military couples. And I think yeah. that adds to the competition and the, you know, when one has an up and one has a down at the same time. Mm -hmm. But we've definitely seen it. I just, for us, I just, I don't feel like, mind you, he's the career guy. He's like the, the, the blue one of us, right? <laughs> like he's the super blue one. I have to follow my passion and it happens to be being a first sergeant, right? But I, I'm all about like being happy. But, uh, as far as like the military competition we're not in competition because yeah. i don't care about promotion i don't care about that stuff i just care about the people right and he's just like really career focused so our even though we're in the same job doing the same thing our goals are totally different so the competition doesn't really line up do we make jokes oh yeah but i, I was telling him when i was a senior airman so this conversation that we had about what are you doing with your career i was a senior airman that was separating <laughs> in a few months and he was a staff sergeant talking about making it a career and i'm like yeah this is what you need to do this is what you need to do it's like you talked yourself into like yeah. realistic yeah. Did, you did. like mapped out his plan yeah. and you were like i got That's this a good idea. Yeah. Yep. and then you realistic yeah oh you, yeah you just I mind tricked yourself. I know. Yeah. Like, well, that's a good plan. You should do that. That's amazing. You guys yeah, have been married been for a fun. while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, 14 years. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, y'all. Hey, that's amazing. And y'all got kids too. Oh You're yeah. Wow, I know it's not easy being mill to mill. It's not. It's, it's not. Yeah. Because they like a lot. You know why it's not easy? Because you're both working. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there yep. was this uh one time. So I got deployed in thirteen, came home. She got deployed, 14, came home, then I left for Korea. Oh my Yeah, so goodness. it was just kind of like leap. Yeah, it was just kind of like just And this was only at the, this was the five-year mark for yep. us. Yeah. So it wasn't even like, oh, we're so solid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're, we're four or five years into our marriage and we spent the better half of three years apart. So it was just really, it was, it was rough. Yep. Yeah. Holy cow. So I would say that's rough. a challenge. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We'll oh, put yeah. that in the, in the challenge bucket. Huge challenge. Yeah. Is there any other challenges that, like, I didn't mention or, I, you know, I'm not in a mill-to-mill -mill relationship, yeah. so I don't. Do what, you want to tell them or me? I will. Assignments. A freaking assignments. So. Assignments <laughs> for mill-to-mill -mill is just. Uh-oh. What, uh, what have we unlocked here? What have, what oh, we, man. What did we step in just now, guys? He has drugged me to yep. Minot. Now he has drugged me to Holloman. <laughs> He took her to Minot, yeah. but yeah. to that I ask. So Minot, why was not? Really, Minot. So I like Minot. Minot wasn't really my fault. 
here's what happened. 100% so, his fault, no matter what the story is. We're at uh, Yakota, right? And, you know, we didn't get, you know, like Korea or like another overseas, overseas assignment. So he's like, okay, you know, we're going back to the States. What had happened was, um, Minot had a flood in like that, what, like early, tw- not late 2011, 2012, yeah. something like that. Late 2011. Yeah. So they, so because of that flood, they stopped a lot of assignments for the people who were supposed to go. So I'm sure, you know, on a day was happy, you know, imagine waking up. You know, you um, see you getting email, new yeah, you get new orders, yeah. But what what ended up happening was, by the time we were leaving, then uh, the city was back, not open, you know, to where that they can get start getting people to the accepting base, people. accepting people, and so everybody who was on that overseas returning list went to Minot. Our whole base and processing was everybody from overseas, not one person from stateside. So. <laughs> Then, um, and then for Kadena, you know, again with her job with being at Calm, you know, she had what you have, you had like Travis, everything, Luke, Scott, McDeal, like yeah, she just had everything. Luke's pretty fun, I will say. Yep. Then of course CE, you know, so with CE, when we get good assignments, you know, like Travis, Luke, we stay there, but the people who get like, you know, the the Grand Forts, the F.E. Warrens, they're like, man, I'm hitting the button, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And so it was only, what, Holloman and... What South else? Dakota. Yeah. And, uh, Which I was yep. okay with. I liked Noy yep. Not. I liked North Dakota. Dakota. and uh, Ellsworth. I'm sorry. Holloman and South Dakota, and that was just it. So you were in that Global Strike family. Yep. That's what I'm hearing. And yeah. I was at Whiteman, and that's also, you know, country. Yep. Yeah. But, I lo- but honestly, it's the best assignment I've ever had. So it... It can, you know, I had so many opportunities and friendships that it became so worth it to be in this base that was a bit more remote. Mm -hmm. I was stationed there twice. The first time as an airman, I came from Kadena. Mm -hmm. I was miserable. Very isolated. Didn't just, it was just not a good readjustment from all the fun of overseas to that. But on the flip side, I came back married, starting a family. Totally different totally different vibe absolutely suddenly i know all these families on, on my neighbor i live off base i got a house i know all these friends and yeah. and then i had all these friendships and yep. and there was never a dull moment and mm-hmm. it didn't really Makes bother me yep. that i was in you know the middle of a cow pasture essentially. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't bother me oh man and then no. i gotta drive two hours to get to a target mm. no we're 45 from yeah, the target 45 but yeah but mine not it was not you know, that bad. It's not that serious. Well, for C, it is. You for know, we're outside. Isn't. You know, because we're outside working in that negative. We're not fifty-five, Oof. negative forty. We had really good. We had really good gear. Um, <laughs> I did not mind my not at all. I don't even think my not earns its reputation. Like it's, it's really. Yeah, I don't know what the whole thing is with my not. It's, it's colder cold. than people say. Cold. I think it's that's just it. That's all it is. Cold. That's it. But it's a fine, it's a fine location. Like it's fine, and that's why when we got South Dakota or New Mexico, I wanted to go to South Dakota because I have better schools. And then I like the Dakotas. <laughs> I really like it. Nah, I couldn't do that. But he didn't want to deal with yeah, it, so like, nah, we're in New Mexico, which I actually yep. do like New Mexico. We've done the Colorado and mm-hmm. Arizona and California, so and Texas. So we do like New Mexico actually. Yep. The location is good. That's yeah. awesome. And that's where you're at now. Yep. We're at Holloman. You're at Holloman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
There's a lot of like special forces there and test stuff there and yep. a lot of test stuff yeah. there. Yeah, because yeah. I'm at a test base. Mm-hmm. I'm at Eggman. Yeah. So we're in the same network as Holloman. Oh dang! A party just showed up. Oh, yeah, I think I those are yeah. th- th- those are our dinner guests. <laughs> that's our dinner guests. Yeah. Let's get a round of applause. Oh, how exciting! <laughs> yeah, that's for you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use those enough. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I, I need to use those more. And you can program them for different sounds. Really? So I gotta, I'm got. i going to get creative with that at some point. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're coming to a close here, y'all. Yeah. We hit all of our topics. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The leadership philosophy, the PME, mm-hmm. lessons learned, and the mill-to-mill benefits and challenges. I think yeah. y'all absolutely crushed it. Mm-hmm. You're a very amazing couple. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, I really, really feel like you guys get it. And like you're just the type of person that I would like to work for myself. Very nice. So you're operating in your strengths. Mm-hmm. You acknowledge what you needed to work mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You've got your dream job. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, you're becoming a senior master sergeant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what's beautiful about that to me is you're not even trying to make rank. Mm-hmm. You're just good at what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You just actually care. Yeah. And you're seeing benefits of that. Mm-hmm. Similar to when we were saying, just care about people, yeah. and the mission falls in place. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're kind of doing stuff. that to yourself. Oh yeah, it all falls. Uh, it works out. She's a beast. Yes, I can brag on her for days. That's amazing. Yep. I love that. I love that you got your other's backs. Oh, yeah, that you've been married for so long, and that you both have different personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that. He's so loud. You know, and I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm more reserved, um, introvert. <laughs> See, I think you have it the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the other way around. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> but no, you guys are amazing. And you were so brave to come on, both of you. Yeah, of thanks for having yeah. us. That was so nice of you. Yep. Definitely appreciate I it. To, yeah. I, I'm in the elevator. Uh, I'm yeah. throwing it out there. That's I'm in the so lobby. Nice. Yeah. I offer it. Yeah. Yep. Because she like, shot me a text. I was like, cool, let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah, he seems super nice, honey. Let's yeah, do it. He's let's like, do okay. It. I talked you into it, didn't I? You did. did, did you have job. a good time? Oh, we did. Of course. Definitely oh, yeah. had a great time. Did you get a freaking swag bag? I yeah. had an amazing swag bag with a signed book. You got a right? signed I, book, dude. I have tons of stuff. I'm really excited to be a part of the network. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, I was offered a position, guy, so I will be the new president <laughs> of your network. So, thanks. There we go. And hey, I haven't done this before, but I think it'd be kind of interesting. Uh, is there any shout-outs? Of people from your career mm. that you would like to have on the record up here. And, and don't be afraid if you miss someone. Yeah. Ooh. So I, I tend to have lady chiefs, like, take me under their whole entire wing, right, and groom me. So um, definitely, <laughs> this is a rub. <laughs> Jeff, definitely uh, Chief Chrisman, absolutely amazing. Uh, she was my chief over at Osan and just... Yeah, I don't even understand like how she does all the stuff she does. Um, Chief Johnston had my back. I really wanted to be a shirt, but we thought I was going to make senior the first time. So, she, if it wasn't for that lady, I don't think I'd be a shirt today. Like I'm really grateful for everything Chief Johnston's done for me. Um, and then Chief Polling, she's if she's oh, yeah. not retired, she's tired. retiring soon. I, I think she's retired already. You think so? She's told me like three times. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's you retired. Have that many chief mentors? Yeah. Like for whatever reason, like Lady Chiefs and I, we just. I think it's because you're gonna be one. Yeah. I don't know. I just sense it. I just feel it. I don't know. I don't, I'm not the type amazing. that just tell that to everyone because yeah. you know you do hear that a lot when, mm-hmm. you, when you get to our point. 
Yeah. Like, hey, you, you'd make a good chief. But, yep. Yeah, I can see it. But no, I, I'm actually seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to tell I them that wait. I didn't make chief. Someone told me this. <laughs> I saw it. Dear jo- Air Force. Josh White from the Hero right. Front Podcast. He told me. I'm just a little bit, I'm a little bit psychic. <laughs> I'm going to be writing a little there note. A little sprinkle write of psychic. Write a little note if you could. Maybe drop it in one of these generals. But I can't wait for it because I'm going to buy like seven suits. You're not the Steve Harvey suits. Yeah, Steve Harvey. We're best, still on a budget. Best dressed key spouse y'all ever seen. I believe you. Man, and I can't wait for that day. Unbelievable. And I want you to invite me of to course. a golf yeah. tournament and we're gonna freaking get after it. Um Okay, so you you gave your shout outs. Those are my shout outs. You got a lot of cheap friends. This cheap they're not important. friends, they're just like they're they're the people taking me. There's oh, a wing friends. involved. There's yeah. a wing happening and then you know, you, you get on it and, and they take you. I think that's a compliment and I think they all also They're amazing. <laughs> amazing. Who you want to give a shout out to? Who helped oh, man. Rodney get to oh, man. where he's it at is, today? It is a long list. It's, it's probably gonna sound like the Source Awards from the nineties. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a long list, man. I can I can literally go through each base and like just this person, this person, this person. So give us, give us the highlights. What if I said three people? Hmm. Three? Ooh, okay. So I would. Uh, definitely say um, Chief Jeremy uh, Lindner. He's an instructor down at the uh, Chief Leadership Course down at Gunter. Um, man, amazing. there's so many people. Yep. I would say um, retired Chief Master Sergeant uh, Christopher Colbert. Uh, he was our exterior NCOIC back at Ramstein. Um, also, Chief Alpha. Chief um, Alva Benjamin. Um, I was also stationed with him back at Ranstown when he was uh, a tech sergeant. Man, um, Demond Ingram, Marcus Banks, uh, uh, Dwayne Cruz, uh, Darren Carnegie, my boy, Senior Master Sergeant Brian Lee, Michael Ortiz. Oh my. Uh, Chief Diaz, uh, Chief Rogers, you know, she hired me for the PME uh, instructor. Yep, she's retiring soon. Um, man, it's, um, yeah, it's You're a blessed. lot of people, yeah. We've been here for let's, a long hey, time. Let's hear it. Miles go through my roster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hear that That's audience? Good. It's amazing, yeah. right? Yep. What else we got in here? We got that. Don't feel good about that. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back from our commercial. <laughs> oh, you've got some good stuff on there. What's this yeah. one? Oh, oh, that should have been our walk on. Yeah, Welcome know, to the Hero Fruit Podcast. Oh, I like that, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this thing's a blast. We can have so much fun with this thing. Um, but hey, you gave your shout outs. That's a form of gratitude. Yeah. And you know what? Gratitude, it fires you up. Oh, don't even start me. It gives you the purpose. Oh, yeah. And. It's just one of those things that I like to include in every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to include, I, at the end of every episode, mm-hmm. I tell you what I like about you. Oh, yeah. I do that at the end of every single episode. Yes. This is my gratitude. Nice. Hearing your stories, hearing your thoughts, your lessons learned. Mm-hmm. That's my gratitude to you and showing them. Yeah. I love that. I think we need more of that. We need more people like y'all who are a mill to mill couple who's killing it. Thank you, thank you. Just slaying the game. My God. You guys are doing so good. Appreciate it. You know what? You're in the Hero Front circle now. You're part of the Hero Front family. Cool. We're friends for life. Bet. 
I'm here for you no matter what. You need anything, you hit me up. Thank same you. for us, too. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yep, same Hell for yeah. us. We lift each other up. Oh, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. I want to tell you thank you so much. If you've watched this in its entirety, I owe you a hug. <laughs> but Tijuana and Rodney have been such a blessing to sit here and talk to tonight. And I know some of your friends probably tuned in, I hope. If mm-hmm. not, share this video. I'll share it. Share Definitely it when you get well. home. But T, Rodney, thank you so much. No problem. We're going to end it here, and we hope to catch you on the next episode, y'all. All right. Y'all thank take you for care. having us. We definitely appreciate this opportunity. Can Hell I sing yeah. us out? The love boat <laughs> will be singing another round. All aboard. <laughs> you got your crowd. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. That's it, y'all.